Hi there. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast with me, Russell Davis. If someone asks what I do, I might say, well, help people create more of the things they want in their life, to get out of their own way and create more of the things they want, whether it's the promotion, the new job, the baby, whatever it may be, the relationship. What does that really mean? How do I actually do that? And it comes down to love. Then the Tina Turner song kicks in. What's love got to do with it? What's love got to do with my promotion or or creating a baby or all those other things we want to achieve in our lives? Well, let's dive in and find out. interviewed recently for a podcast and I tried to explain on what I do it's about helping people create more than what they want in life Um, more inspiration more happiness achieve their goals whether it's to have a baby um, a new career um, yeah more successful business it's basically to get out of their own way and create more what they want in their life and sometimes it's not so obvious and in what way they're getting in their own way where maybe having a baby or yeah the new job sometimes it's more obvious say a new job it could be self-confidence and I say it all comes down to love and I've got this you know, the Tina Turner song in my head going round and round what has love got to do with it so what has love got to do with creating your goals, achieving more what you want in your life. And it's not so obvious, but I think it comes down to us knowing we're, we're loved for who we are. That's kind of self-love. I think when we don't really appreciate that kind of sense of self-love and knowing we're worthy and love for who we are, what happens is unconsciously We say, I'm happy when, I'll be okay when, I'll be okay if. And we create these goals, there's nothing wrong with having these goals. What happens is we create these goals from a place of need, unconsciously, where I think we need the psychological feeling we get from creating those goals. How we feel, what we believe about ourselves if we get the promotion. Or the sense of purpose we might think we get from having a a baby or no longer feel like a failure or feeling we don't belong in life because... We suddenly are um, having a life like our friends and, and people have expect us to be and creating a family. We no longer feel like an outcast or different. So we feel more acceptable or more sense of belonging. So there's often kind of a goal behind a goal. There's often an unconscious goal, an unconscious psychological goal behind the physical goal. And that turns the physical goal into a, what we call a, a toxic goal. It becomes a toxic goal. I'm okay if or I'm okay when and that actually keeps us away from it I'm not a huge fan of the the law of attraction but um, I know some people that teach the law of attraction I do like their approach I know Joe Dispenza's one that says about you know if you want to create something in your life you've got to imagine how it might feel having it now and you've got to live from that space now so if you want, you know, the, the, the new job, imagine how it might feel 
having that job and live from that space, psychologically live from that space now. And it could be argued that faking it till you make it, but it points in the same place. Actually, if you want that job for that psychological feeling, then you're keeping away from you. But if you live from that space now, if you realize you don't need the job for that psychological feeling, you can live from that space now. There's a place to come from. You're more likely to be creating that job. And that points to my words, how I say inside out versus outside in. It's a place to come from, not a place to get to. The place of happiness, contentment, worthiness, lovability, security. It's they're all an inside job. It's the place to come from, not a place to get to. And I think we're created beings, as human beings, we're designed to create stuff. We don't sit around and do nothing. Look, look at toddlers; they're always exploring from a place of curiosity, possibility. They're learning, they're growing. So it comes down to, I think, for me, it comes down to that feeling of self-love. To know that you're loved and lovable, you're worthy. And this kind of came to the fore on our fertility journey. That's why I mentioned having a baby, because this really came to light on, on, on our on our kind of journey to having a baby when it was ten years and all sorts of hurdles and like it was never ever gonna happen for various reasons. One a billion chance we were told it ever happened naturally. And in kind of the midst of that and the pain and the grief of that, I took myself onto a silent retreat. And on this retreat, I was actually staying in a convent. And I was the only person staying because I don't normally allow guests in that week. But I was really um, didn't want any kind of instruction or, or, or guidance. I just wanted it to be that, to be, to be for a week. And they were very happy for, to be there on that basis. I didn't need any kind of instruction and they had me was just to, to be around them and, and do my own thing. And I spent a lot of time just sitting in the gardens. It was spring, it was beautiful weather, beautiful gardens and out in the countryside. And a lot of rabbits in the garden. I used to sit there very still and silently on a bench for, for hours on end, just contemplating, just being. Because I had a real sense I needed to stop running in life, stop being busy, stop distracting myself um, through doing and thinking and allow myself to be and I was pretty aware that I had painful emotions from the fertility journey even from childhood that I was avoiding and wasn't allowing myself to feel them so I wanted to be in that space to allow them just to be and be with them and not run away from them and yeah and see what comes from that but while sitting there one day uh, one afternoon and uh, in on my on my bench uh, there's two or three places I love to to sit and just contemplate and one of the nuns came up to me and she was holding this little bundle of fur. It was a little baby rabbit. And some of you may have heard this story before and maybe you hear it again, you'll hear something new and maybe you'll hear it for the first time. But she passed this little baby rabbit to me and it had been injured. Um, it was still alive. It was kind of breathing, panting. Its eyes were open, but it wasn't moving. And she said to me that it had been caught by one of their, their cats. As you can imagine, a bunch of nuns have quite a few cats. Um... Could I, could I deal with it, whatever that meant? And my first reaction was annoyance that she was disturbing me, my contemplation and my, and my silent retreat. And my first reaction was annoyance. But I took this little bundle of fur and off she went and I was just looking at it. And I had a sense it wasn't going to survive. It just wasn't moving, even though it was breathing. I started to cry. And I know I was putting human emotions onto an animal, but I started to cry thinking, I didn't want this little baby rabbit to die 
alone in thinking it wasn't loved. And I started crying, crying, and then the crying turned to sobbing. And I was just sobbing and sobbing. And quite quickly I realised it wasn't about the rabbit, it was me, that part of me didn't feel truly loved. Even though I was happily married and I knew I was loved, consciously knew I was loved. I knew my mum loved me growing up, but often didn't feel loved. Love felt very con- conditional. Growing up with a mother who was an alcoholic and often wasn't present and was erratic in her behaviour. And I wanted to know, deep down, the little boy in me wanted to know I was loved for who I was, unconditionally. And I cried and cried to feel the grief and the pain of that. And it was incredibly therapeutic, incredibly releasing. And it was, I say, the turning point in my psychological journey. A turning point in, in so many ways, including a turning point in my fertility. Um, we actually, pretty soon after that, conceived naturally against all odds. And I can see how, after that, I had no more fear about having a baby. Uh, before that, I thought I'll be happy. We'll be happy when we have a baby. That having a baby is a sign of a new season in life. It got a lot of challenges in life. It felt like a, a sign of God's blessing, as it were. And it wasn't happening. But I could see how, I, it, for me, I, it turned into a toxic goal. And after that, I realised I was okay. I could hold that goal far more lightly. I could imagine living an inspiring, happy, fulfilled life with or without a baby. And it completely shifted everything. And it let go of the tension. Uh, clearly let go of the tension in my body. It was impacting all sorts of aspects of my physiology. Which meant we went on to conceive naturally against all odds. So it came down to that goal. came down to self-love. And I can see that in other areas of my life. And I see that consistently time and time and time again with my clients. The more they know they're loved, they're worthy. This innate self-confidence, this innate clarity, this innate sense of purpose comes through for them. And they hold their goals more lightly, but they're far more likely to achieve them. And not only that, they begin to realise there's more amazing goals beyond their goals. As in, there's secret fairgrounder goals and dreams that they have, they do nothing about, they dismiss so quickly. They can allow themselves to consider those and really start to, to create more of the life they dream of. So that's what's love got to do with it. That I really see that the more we know we are loved, the more we tune into that sense of abundant love within us. We hold our goals more lightly. We're coming from a place of completeness, wholeness, worthiness. We have more access to our innate resources of clarity, creativity, ingenuity, perspective, direction, all the things we need to create more of the life we want and be the person we want to be. And that's ultimately the sense of freedom comes from just being us and knowing it's okay to be us. To express ourselves in the small things and the big things. To be free to be ourselves in this world. And I think that comes from the inner security within us, an inner knowing that we're okay whatever happens. It comes from that self of love, that self that sense of self-love within us. You're loved, whatever happens, you are love in human form. Whatever happens, you're gonna be okay. You can create more of the things you want in your life from this place. It's a place to come from within you, not a place to get to. Loving you.